stop thinking that you're never going to get back into the shape that you were in. It's not about whether or not you can do it. It's whether you're going to use the right approach that will get you there. So stop thinking that you'll never get back into shape. There are so many things you can do. So many methods, isometrics, eccentric isometrics, slow speed exercises, super slow exercises. There's so many things you can do. Isometric holds. I mean, there's so many things you can do. There's so many exercises out there and methods available to you to get back in shape. You just need to figure out the puzzle pieces that are stopping you from attaining the level of fitness that you once had. What's up, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, celebrity trainer and high-performance health coach, Ted Rice. And this is a podcast for men and women who are looking to boost their energy and upgrade their health. So get ready to learn proven health, fitness, and mindset strategies to unlock your full potential. And today we have a great episode. It's all about how to get back in shape after an injury. I mean, face it, injuries are common. You'll be in the gym, pushing hard, getting in great shape, feeling like you're on top of the world, then boom, a crunch happens or a tweak happens or a twin shoots up from your back or your shoulder or your knee or whatever joint it was. And oh no, isn't that the worst? And you know, you've got to take time off. And so you back off from the gym and you start to get depressed. At least I do because you're on such a great high when you're working out consistently. And then now you're having to back off and it's just, ah, will I ever get back in shape again? Am I ever going to get back to that that level of conditioning that I had that I worked so hard for before I got injured. Ah, it's just crazy and it's frustrating. And unfortunately, I've been there many times. In fact, I've become a specialist at working around injuries, not just for myself, but for probably over 90% of the people that I've worked with in the past two decades. They've all had some type of injury that they were overcoming, had to deal with. And I'm quite good at it. Unfortunately, I've learned a lot of it from personal experience. I've got a lot of injuries from accidents, from all sorts of things. So if you're struggling with an injury right now, you're going to want to listen to this episode. And of course, if this is your first time listening to the Legendary Life podcast, please hit that subscribe button. So every time a new episode goes live, you'll be the first to know. Now, before we get into our topic for today. I just want to give you a really brief update because I was just checking the the date and I can't believe I've been in Asia for nine months traveling around from country to country and I'm heading home in November. But before I do, we've got some amazing trips planned. Uh, we're in Chiang Mai, Thailand right now. I, I've mentioned that several times in the past few episodes. And we just came from a trip over this weekend going to the White Temple in Chiang Rai. So Chiang Mai, it means new city in, in Thai. And Chiang Rai is a, a older city that was named after one of the kings of Thailand. And Chiang Rai is where this, this White Temple is. It's called, well, I forget what it's called. It's Wat Kong Run or something like that. They're, all the temples are named Wat and uh, W-A-T. So we went to the White Temple, and then we went to the Blue Temple, and then we went to the Karen Hill Tribe. So these are the Karen Longneck Hill Tribe. So these are the people who live 
out in the villages and they have these rings around their necks and they, they elongate their necks. And, and it's the women who do this. And we stop by there to check it out. I promise I'll give a full update of all of this. I'll get Giselle back on to do a full update. I know people keep asking me like, hey, what are you going to do an update? Or I really love your updates. I'm sure some of you love them and some of you are just like, hey, I'm here for the actionable info. And that's cool, whatever you're into. But we want to make everyone happy. We always get a lot of great feedback when Giselle hops on. She's the most requested guest on the podcast ever. So that's what's going on for us. We're going to be on our way to Hanoi, Vietnam. So we were in Saigon, Vietnam, but now we're going to be on our way to Hanoi this time. And uh, that is the capital of Vietnam and really looking forward to it. It's in the north. So it's going to be a completely different place, completely different environment. Really looking forward to it. Have some cool trips planned and uh, we'll update you on everything. Last thing I want to say is we have a brand new training up that's been out for a little while now. It's the masterclass. So if you haven't been getting results with what you've been doing, for example, how many pounds of fat did you lose last month? Did you make progress in your workouts? Do you see a difference in your body? Are you making progress every single month? Because if last month you didn't make any progress and the month before that you made no progress, well, that's an indication of how you're going to finish up 2018 with no progress. Don't let that happen. I put together this masterclass on the five things you need, the only five things that you need to start getting results now, to transform your body, to reclaim your health, to start feeling good about all those hours that you spend in the gym and researching nutrition online. You'll, it will get you crystal clear on the only things that really matter. So go ahead and go to legendarylightpodcast.com slash free and watch that training now. Let's get into it. So how to get back in shape after an injury. And like I mentioned, I'm a person who is great at this. In fact, I've made a name for myself helping people work around injuries. For example, when I was back in Miami, Joan Branson would only come and train with me. That's Richard Branson's wife. Yes, the Richard Branson from Sir Richard Branson from Virgin. Virgin Airlines and Virgin Hotels and all the other Virgin brands. His wife, Joan, would only come to me to train and she's worked and can work with, come on, she can choose who she's a, she's a billionaire or married to a billionaire. She can choose whoever she wants to work with. But a lot of people aren't very good at dealing with injuries, especially like Joan's knees. And that's just one example. And people come to me, a lot of my clients who you wouldn't recognize by name, come to me because I can help them get in shape even though they have an injury. So no matter what they've done in their to themselves, no matter what type of injury, as long as they can still move, as long as they're, they can still move around, they're not a quadriplegic, there is something to do. And I'm not even joking about that because I've worked with my dad who was in a wheelchair after his knee surgery. He has a, a knee replacement on his left side. He has a severely arthritic hip in the right side. And uh, after his knee replacement, he wasn't able to really walk very much. He could walk a little bit, but he had to be sitting in the chair. It's terrible for you. you got to be able to ambulate. you got to be able to walk around. And while physical therapy got him to the point where uh, after his knee replacement surgery, they 
helped uh, get his range of motion back in his knee. They helped him get out of pain. They helped develop some basic level of strength in his legs. But then they let him go and he wasn't ready, right? He couldn't walk around. I'm the one that got him walking. And I tell you, it, no matter what your situation is and no matter what your injury is, there is something you can do. So if you're like many people, Maybe you have a torn labrum in your shoulder or a torn labrum in your hips, or maybe you have hip arthritis, or maybe you have a torn rotator cuff in your shoulders, or maybe you have shoulder impingement or hip impingement, femoroacetabular impingement as it's known by the medical term. Uh, maybe you have a meniscus tear in your knee. Maybe you have a lumbar herniated disc or a cervical herniated disc. Maybe you have some epicondylitis, some tennis elbow, in other words, or, or golfer's elbow. And what I want to tell you is no matter what injury you have, maybe you're having a hard time getting in shape, doing it the way you used to do it. But what I'm here to tell you is you can get in shape if you're willing to change your approach, willing to do what it takes. There are so many ways to work around injuries, to get yourself to the point where not only you're looking better, but you're functional, right? It's great to look great. And it's important that we maintain healthy body fat percentage. But even more important than that is that we maintain our functional capacity as we get older. Functional ability. What does that mean? It means that if you're like my dad right off of uh, his knee replacement surgery and you can't walk, well, just think about the complications that's going to cause. How are you going to go grocery shopping? How are you going to travel like we did over the weekend? Giselle and I did over the weekend. We walked around these hills and, and uh, you know, seeing the tribes in the hills in uh, Thailand and some of the sidewalks here aren't so great. So you got to be kind of careful. It's not, you need your functional capacity. Maybe you like to play tennis. Maybe you like to play golf. Maybe you like to travel like we do. Your functional ability is the thing that is going to keep you active for the rest of your life. If you start losing that, if you start getting too tight and losing mobility, if you start getting weak, your muscles start getting weak, you're going to lose your dependence, your, or your independence rather, you're going to become dependent. You're going to lose your ability to have fun and enjoy life, to play with your grandkids, to play with your kids, wherever you are. And this, this starts in your 30s, really. It starts in your 30s. So many people have told me, oh gosh, you know, I was in great shape in my 20s, but in my around 35, I got this injury and then I stopped working out and now I'm 30% body fat and I'm really weak and I know I need to change, but I'm afraid of going back into the gym and hurting myself. I get so many people who, who reach out to me like that. And what I want to tell you is the things that I'm going to share with you today are going to help you get back in shape. So let's get to it. Number one is stop underestimating the time it'll take to get you back where you were. So a lot of people think that, or they don't think, I shouldn't say that. People want this to be true. They hurt themselves sometimes really badly, and then they underestimate the time it'll take to get back to where they were before. So what they do, they go into the gym, they start trying to ramp things up fast. They don't go and do the proper rehabilitation with physical therapy. And then even if they do do the physical therapy, they're not able to bridge the gap between physical therapy and what they were doing before. And this is super common. So I'm talking to you. If you just went through physical therapy or you just recovered from an injury and you're going back into the gym trying to do the same thing, 
And then what happens? That shoulder you injured, that back you injured, that knee you injured, it starts acting up again. So you need to bridge the gap between that. And that takes time. I've had clients, it took a year to recover from a, uh, a disc herniation. And I'm still not even 100% better from, from the disc herniation that I experienced when I was in Phuket, Thailand for, with that massage where she stepped on my back. And uh, I'm, I'm not 100%. Now, I'm exercising regularly. I'm, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I've dropped 10 pounds since that time. I'm leaner than I've been in a long time. I'm working on my handstands. So I'm, I'm good, but I still can't do certain things. I'm still not going to push it because I'm still not ready. I know that if I push it too hard, it's going to take me backwards. So stop underestimating the time it'll take to get you back to where you were. Number two is for the people who've already gone through that process and they've hurt themselves over and over and said it was two steps forward and, uh, and one step back. And then now they're thinking, oh man, I'm never going to get back into great shape again. And Number two is stop thinking that you're never going to get back into the shape that you were in. It's not about whether or not you can do it. It's whether you're going to use the right approach that will get you there. So stop thinking that you'll never get back into shape. There are so many things you can do. So many methods, isometrics, eccentric isometrics, slow speed exercises, super slow exercises. There's so many things you can do. Isometric holds. I mean, there's so many things you can do. There's so many exercises out there and methods available to you to get back in shape. You just need to figure out the puzzle pieces that are stopping you from attaining the level of fitness that you once had. And I also want to be real with you. Like for me, I'll never get into the shape that I was in where I was training jujitsu three times a week and lifting weights like three or four times a week. It's just not going to happen unless I try stem cell therapy in my knees and it works amazingly well. But since it's 20 grand, 20,000 20, USD per treatment, I'm going to have to wait on that one. Okay. I'm going to have to wait on that one, but I'm trying different things and I'm staying in shape and I'm still able to go and do Muay Thai. I'm still able to do martial arts. It's just that I can't do it at the level that I was doing at before or I shouldn't even say level, I'm unable to do it at the frequency I was doing it before because I know what will happen. My knee is going to start hurting. My back's going to start hurting. So the point is you can get back into great shape, but you've got to adjust your approach and you've got to adjust your mindset to get there. And you've got to accept that there may be certain things that are off limits, right? Or you're going to have to pay with pain and perhaps going backwards if you decide to do them. And if you're not getting paid to do it, right? Like professional athletes, get they get paid to basically destroy their bodies for our entertainment. I mean, I, I know several former NFL players, they have two knee replacements or two hip replacements. I mean, they've got replacement parts all over the place, right? And so what I want to tell you is if you're not getting paid to do that, you really have to temper yourself. And now a lot of us get emotionally addicted to the type of workouts that we love and we want to just keep doing them. I mean, that's what happened to me in, in jujitsu and martial arts in general. I just loved it and I wanted to do it all the time and I didn't want anyone or anything to stop me. But you know what? It It's partly that mentality is partly why I'm dealing with the injuries now when I could have done some deload weeks and a bit more 
of the things that I know how to do now into my routine. If I would have known that 10 years ago, what I know now, I would have been a lot better off, but I didn't do it. I just pushed through the pain and I did what I wanted. So you can get back into great shape, but you're going to have to be patient and you're going to have to adjust your approach. You got to do what works and not what you want. So number three is stop looking for magic supplements to help you heal. And listen, I love supplements. There are so many that can benefit you, but I'll illustrate this this issue with a question that I was asked recently. So I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't remember the exact question, but the guy was asking me, he was like, he asked me, Ted, I have this dull ache in both of my shoulders after my workouts that was never there before. I was thinking about adding glucosamine or curcumin to my supplement regimen. What are your thoughts on this? And wow, you know, I mean, I understand the guy and where he's coming from. And I've actually been there. I want to do something, but that's something I want to do a workout or sport, but that workout or sport is putting me in pain. And actually the pain is getting worse. Like he said, he has pain in both adult ache and both shoulders that wasn't there before. And now it's there. And he's been doing the same thing over and over. So that hasn't changed, but now there's like this dull ache there. And so he's thinking, well, I don't want to stop what I'm doing, right? I want to keep doing what I'm doing. So what can I take that will allow me to keep doing what I'm doing? And the answer is nothing. You need to change what you're doing. There is no magic supplement. Believe me, I had my first injuries when I was in high school, okay? If there were, and I've tried so many different supplements, everything that you can think of and more. And if there was something magic, I would have found it by now. I guarantee you. Now, there are things that are work that, that would do work to lessen inflammation. And there's pignogenol, there's uh, collagen powder, there's uh, boswila, there's glucosamine, there's curcumin, there are uh, resveratrol is another one. There are all these great supplements that can help you, but there is nothing that is going to stop the issue if the issue is what you're doing, okay? You're assaulting your joints with the workout or sport that you're doing, and it's not working. You need to adjust your frequency. You need to take deload weeks. You need to let your body heal because you're you're injuring it over and over and over, and you're doing the same thing all the time, and that's part of the problem. You can't do, if you're doing intense exercise, you can't do the same thing all the time. Now, you can go walking every day, but that's not intense. But if you want to do jujitsu all the time or Muay Thai all the time, or if you want to play football with the boys on the weekend, or if you want to, I don't know, uh, do ballet dancing, <laughs> any of those things that you want to do that are really hard on the body, you're going to have to change the way you approach it. You're going to have to change the way you approach it. And I didn't throw in ballet in there for no reason. I've worked with ballet dancers and they are jacked up. They're troopers. They're true athletes. They're just amazing. In fact, the first ballet dancer I worked with had a herniated disc in her neck. Another one had a broken foot. Her, her foot was all messed up from all the training and just, not, I don't want to get into a topic about ballet, but the point is if you're pushing your body hard, no matter if it's a sport or a dance or, or your own workouts in the gym because you love to do them, you need to adjust 
what you're doing. You can't look for a magic supplement to help you heal because it just doesn't work. And which leads us to number four, which is stop performing workouts and sports that re-injure you, or at least stop performing them at the frequency and intensity that is hurting you. For example, I can't do jujitsu three times a week. I'll feel awful. I'll be in pain all the time. I'll be miserable. I'll be walking around just hurting, but I could do it once a week, maybe even twice a week and get away with it because it's about how many days you have to recover and also what you do in those recovery days. So I know how to make myself recover. I know how to, when I get a little beat up from workout, I know what to do to help me heal. I know what exercises to do to reactivate the muscles, to lessen inflammation, to restore proper alignment in my joints, proper joint stability. And what I'm telling you here is that if you're going into the gym and hurting yourself, you're doing it wrong, especially if you care about longevity. Now, if you don't care, if you're just trying to look good for a month or a year or two years or whatever, keep going. Keep going and doing the squats that are jacking your knee up every time you do them. Keep deadlifting and jacking up your back every time, you know, every week. Or keep trying to add weight on the bench press, even though both of your shoulders have a dull ache in them after your workouts. Go for it. But if you want longevity, you need to stop performing workouts, exercises, and sports that re-injure you. And that could mean changing the exercises you do, changing the intensity that you do them in, or changing the frequency because those are all the things that matter. Those are all the things that matter. And number five is the last one is really important is stop searching online for the answer. And you may say, well, what are you talking about, Ted? How, how else am I going to get this handled if I don't find the answer? And what I'm talking about is this. Don't stop searching for the answer, but stop messing around. For example, you hurt your shoulder. What do you do? You go to YouTube. How to fix your, your shoulder, your hurt shoulder, how to fix your rotator cuff in three easy exercises. And then you watch the video, then you do them, and it kind of feels better, but it kind of doesn't really make the pain go away. And that's because there is no one size fits all. There is no video. There is no magic exercise. There is no magic exercise protocol that will help every single person every time. Okay, I'm going to say that again. There is no magic rehab exercise protocol to help heal your injuries, to help heal everybody's injuries every time, right? There is no protocol. There is no standard approach. Now, there are, there are exercises and protocols that can be a good starting place, but the thing is one size doesn't fit all. So for example, when I hurt my back after that massage and I couldn't walk and I was in pain at three o'clock in the morning, I couldn't sleep. I mean, it was just a miserable experience. So much pain. And I've been, I've had a lot of pain. I, I, I wouldn't say I have a high, really high tolerance for pain, even though people would tell you that I do. I don't like pain at all. I like feeling good. <laughs> okay. I like feeling good. I hate being in pain. I want to be pain free. But wh what I'm trying to tell you is I was in so much pain from the back injury, the, the nerve pain that comes when you have a herniated disc. And you know this, if you've ever been in this situation too. It's just excruciating and it stops you from sleeping. It's so bad. And I reached out to people to help me. Chad Waterbury, Dr. Chad Waterbury being one of them. My friend Brad Thorpe, who's a master in isometric exercise, has taught me most of what I know about isometric exercise. 
he is another one. And then I reached out to a local physical therapist, actually a Filipino guy who was in, in Bangkok at the time. And I was just like, hey man, what can I do? And he got back to me and he was cool about it, but he's an evidence-based physical therapist. But he gave me these exercises and right away I I I knew that like, oh, this guy doesn't get it. You know, he gave me these exercises that I couldn't do. It involved one of them was a squat. I'm like, I can't stand, I can't walk. I sure as hell can't do a squat, let alone a bunch of them. So people will give you like an evidence-based protocol based on what has helped a lot of people with herniated discs in their lumbar spine, but it may not work for you at all. And he wasn't doing the wrong thing. He was just doing his best trying to help, but it was just like, there's no way this is going to work. And then I got, you know, what happened is I got Chad to hop on call with me. I did a consultation with him and he took me through several different exercises that started my rehab process. And some of the things that I ended up doing the the first time I did the consultation, I had to stop doing because it was a process of experimentation. And it's really important that you recognize that because people will try to sell you on things. They'll try to sell you eBooks or they'll try to sell you a program or something like that. And, And sometimes it can help if they've got an assessment and they walk you through, okay, does this help or does that hurt? Or you know, if this hurts, then try this, if that hurts. But if it doesn't walk you through a process, then it's completely useless because that is exactly what you need. One size doesn't fit all and you need to individualize your approach. And beyond that, you change. So I'm not going to keep doing the same rehab exercise. Like now, I'm not doing the same rehab exercises that got me out of pain. Why? Because I don't need to do them anymore. I need to move on. I need to progress to something harder, something more challenging, but that also is making me feel good and not hurting me. So that's what I'm doing now. I have a whole new program. And why has it progressed? Because I've progressed. And as you progress, you need to make changes to your program or else you're going to be stuck in physical therapy for the rest of your life with three pound weights, right? You're going to be using the three pound weights or the light rubber tubing. And that's a problem with physical therapy. I mean, I love, I'm so glad physical therapists are around, but a lot of them don't understand how to progress a person like my dad, for example. Okay. They got him out of pain and, and, and improved his range of motion after his knee replacement surgery, but they didn't get him to back to walking back to where he would, could walk for long periods of time. That was me. And so what I want to tell you is you've got to figure out the right approach for you. And that takes experience and experimentation. And that is how I want to wrap this up. So stop searching online for the answer because, I mean, you can keep searching online if you want, but don't expect to find the answer. There is no magic exercise. There is no magic exercise protocol. It needs to be an approach, an individualized approach where someone does tests on you, sees what you're capable of, and then starts from there because some people herniate their lumbar disc and they can walk. They weren't as bad as me and they can do squats up against the wall like that one physical therapist wanted me to try. But if that's not you, then it's not going to work. And sometimes massage tools like foam rolling and that type of thing can help. And sometimes it can hurt and it really needs to be individualized. So again, I'm just going to recap 
the episode for you here. So number one was stop underestimating the time it'll take to get back to where you were. And really what that means is be patient, find the right approach, give yourself the time you need because that is the way to success. Although it seems like the long way, it is really the short way because if you underestimate the time it takes to get you back to where you were, you're going to be in this process where you push too hard and it's going to be two steps forward and one step back instead of taking one step forward consistently and making consistent progress and just gradually getting back to where you were. It takes time for the body to heal and no supplement, no workout, no special rehab routine is going to speed up that healing process any faster than it can go. So number two is stop thinking that you'll never get back into shape. Again, this might take a different approach, but you can get back into shape. So if you're right now, if you're a person who's sitting around because you got injured, you're, you're not working out hard anymore, you're not pushing yourself, you're not keep staying on track of, with your health, there is hope for you, but you need to stop thinking this way and you need to find the answer. Number three is stop looking for magic supplements to help you heal. Yes, you can take the curcumin, the resveratrol, the collagen, the pycnogenol, and great, take it. It'll help, but it's not going to be the thing that makes all the difference. That's why they call them supplements. They supplement your nutrition. They supplement your sleep. They supplement your exercise, but they don't make up for it. And if you're traumatizing yourself with a routine or with an exercise or with a sport that you're playing, you need to address the cause of injury instead of trying to slap a Band-Aid on it, like taking some curcumin or glucosamine, okay? And that brings us to number four is stop performing workouts that re-injure you. You've got to be very careful. You've got to find a gradual progression to get you back in shape. But if you're currently re-injuring yourself consistently, like some of my clients, like Sarah, for example, before she signed up to work with me and, and doing coaching with me, stop doing that. You've got to stop because eventually you'll get to the point where it's really become a chronic thing that you're going to pay for decade after decade in your life. And you do not want that. Trust me, I'm dealing with some of that right now. You do not want that. I really wish I could go back and fix my knee and not make some of the mistakes that I made that got me injured, re-injured me. But I was too, I was just doing what I wanted to do. So this, none of this is a judgment, by the way. This is just trying to get you to do the right thing and not follow the path that so many of us idiots have, like me, you know. And uh, so learn from our experience, learn from my experience so that you don't have to, because this isn't, once you damage a joint, joint instability or joint stability comes from the inside out. It doesn't start with how strong your muscles are. If you're relying on your muscles to keep your joints stable, you're already fighting an uphill battle. You want to keep those joints nice and stable. You want to keep that bony congruence. You want to keep the stability of the joint capsule, the ligaments, all those things, the cartilage. Once you re-enter it, there's no going back. Yes, you're going to have to rely on the muscles now, but it's just never going to be 100%. And that's unfortunately the case I see a lot. And that's what stops you, by the way, from really making the progress. And number five is stop searching online for the answer. So stop going onto YouTube and looking for the best three exercises for disc herniations. You can try it. You can keep doing it. You cannot listen to me. But the truth is that it's going to be an individualized approach. 
And, and if you found the answer already and you're like, oh, Ted, I've already found, I've watched the greatest vi- YouTube video. I figured it out and now I'm 100%. Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> you're not the majority. You're the minority. Okay. And uh, believe me, I've done plenty of this. And what I found is the fastest way to get things handled is to get an expert, to get coaching. Because one size doesn't fit all. It needs to be individualized. So if you're struggling with this right now, if you're sitting on the couch because you can't go back into the gym and work out the way you know how, because you've been working out for 20 years or 10 years or 15 years, and you know a lot about exercise, but that injury is just stopping you from getting back into the shape that you want to be in, then what I want to suggest to you is hop on a call with me. Let's go into it. Let's talk about what's not working for you. Let's talk about what is working for you. Let's talk about where you want to go and what you want to accomplish. Okay. And you set up a call with me by going to legendarylifepodcast.com slash talk. That's legendarylifepodcast.com slash talk. And again, this is something I specialize in helping people with. In fact, I have several new clients who have come to me simply because they feel like I'm the best choice to get them back in shape after dealing with some injuries. And I've helped many people. I can, I, well, I don't know if I can help you. That's why we're setting up the call and I may not be able to help you. For example, if you can't move your shoulder at all and you're in excruciating pain and can't even sleep at night, well, maybe I'm not the person you need to see. You need to see your doctor, your physical therapist, or someone to really get you out of that acute stage of, uh, of pain and injury that you're in. But if you're past that, if you can walk, if you've herniated your lumbar disc, if you can move your shoulder now, but certain things hurt it and you know you need to get back in shape, you need to bridge the gap between rehab and hard exercise. And that is what I can help you do. So if that's what you're looking for, if that's the missing piece of the puzzle that you have right now, then I want you to go to legendarylightpodcast.com slash talk and let's have this conversation. What is the price? It's free to speak with me. And if I believe you're a good fit for what I do, I will invite you to work with me. If I think that I am not good for your particular situation, I will 100% tell you and happy to refer you to someone who I believe can help. So that's what you can expect from the call. But otherwise, we'll go through what's working, what's not working, and uh, where you want to go and help you get crystal clear on what you need to do to get there. And even if you don't end up working with me, you're going to leave with a very clear vision of how to accomplish what you want to accomplish, how to get into the type of shape that you need to get into. And if I can refer you, if I've got a good person to refer you to, I'm happy to do that. I want to help. Okay. That's what I want to finish off on. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the update and I hope you realize there is hope for you if you've been struggling with injuries and if you've been unable to get into the type of shape that you want, there is hope for you. Don't give up the hope. Don't give up. I never did and it's gotten me here and I couldn't be happier with the way I feel these days and I want you to feel that as well, okay? (laughs) I'm going to wrap things up now is what I'm trying to say. I hope you have an amazing week Enjoy yourselves and I'll speak to you soon.